0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast, this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer riding out again. Come on, Dan, let's go, gotta get up, gotta get a-getting, we've been kinda lazing around here lately, so we gotta get up, pick up the slack, and the Old Trailblazer's late for late for service, down there somewhere, maybe it's a sawmill or old country church somewhere where folks are standing around, maybe out there at the shopping center, kinda modern day world, is it? Folks gather around at the shopping center and listen to the Old Trailblazer, and uh, I'm happy to be with you folks. I wish you'd sit down and write me. I'll give you my mailing address shortly and some other information. But we're looking at a study on divine healing, true and false. And we've come down close to the end. We're looking at blood redemption, divine healing, and blood redemption. But before we go, I want to play you one of our radio choir CDs. And it's a gracious little song, gracious song, What Still Small Voice. Have you ever heard that still small voice of God speaking to your heart at night? Oh, my friend, would you listen? That still small voice. You ever heard that voice, my friend? Not an audible voice. No, sir. Folks talk about uh, the Lord spoke to him in an audible voice. No, that's Satan speaking. Brother Spurgeon said one morning he's going up to his pulpit. And this lady touched him on the arm and said, Pastor, uh, the Lord gave me a message for you. And he said, Yes, ma'am. The Lord gave me a message for you. And he said for you to sit down and shut up. And I thought that was pretty good. We're bringing you these studies now on divine healing, true and false. And we're coming down to the close and we're looking at blood redemption and divine healing. Oh, my friend, some folks, uh, Satan, is, Satan is always ready to trick folks. And one of his greatest tricks uh, he pulls on blinded humanity is to lead folks astray on blood redemption by putting the emphasis on something else besides blood redemption. Folks call me crazy, but listen, uh, it's your soul. It's your soul at stake, and I know what it means, my friend. I know how God has to clear away all of the rubbish from the path to any soul before that blood was applied. I know that, just like we mentioned here on the old trailblazers. That we clear away the brush and the brambles and the kudzu and all those things. But listen, listen, and uh, the only hope that I have is for folks, is that to come to know the Lord. So do you know the Lord? The Bible says, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Not when I see divine healing. Not when I see your church membership. Not when you shake the preacher's hand. Not when I see what you believe. Not, But listen, not some doctrine. You know, we have folks who are hung up on doctrine. We have a little book here by Pastor Shelton called Doctrinitis. Oh, if you'd write me, I'll send you that free and post page. doctrinitis. It'll, it'll it'll blow a hole in all of that stuff about the doctrine, this doctrine and that doctrine, saved by the doctrine of this and that and the other. And we have folks who take that for granted. But listen, he said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. It's the blood plus nothing, minus nothing. And I tell you oftentimes, I'm putting everything I have in this life, in my life, attempting to keep you from going to hell. Listen, and may God open your eye to see that it's the blood that makes a difference. Now let's turn to Leviticus 17:11, if you will. And we'll find these words. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it, listen now, I have given it to you on the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Now that's plain, isn't it? That's just a dogmatic statement the Lord makes. I have given it upon the altar to make an atonement. You know what atonement is? Maybe you uh, don't know that. Maybe you're not aware of Bible terms. But an atonement is a covering. It makes a covering. Just like when Noah built the ark, the Lord told him to one of his instructions was to pitch it within within and without, with pitch. And that, that word pitch, Uh, It's the same meaning as atonement, to cover up, make sure it didn't leak, it was covered up. And it says, for the blood, it's the blood that makes an atonement for your soul. It's the blood that that makes uh, that covering, it makes the uh, perpetuation, that's the same word. Did you notice, it's the blood that makes an atonement? It didn't say anything about the body, did it? No, it does not read, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul and the body but it's just for the soul. Therefore, divine healing is not in the atonement, never has been, and never will be. It's the blood on the altar. And that word altar refers to the cross. Yes, on the altar cross, the Lord Jesus Christ made an atonement for our soul. I got a letter from a man the other day, and he said, Trailblazer, I believe most everything you say, I believe it. Uh, our healing is in the atonement, but we're not going to fall out about that. But I want you to go on, preach the gospel, how God saves a sinner. That's the most important thing. And I thought that was a sweet attitude for him to take that we don't agree. But did you know, I tell folks, some who disagree with me on a on a sweet basis, I tell them, I said, listen, when we get to heaven, we'll kiss and make up. That's right. Oh, then I have folks who curse me and argue with me and I don't know unless the Lord gets a hold to him whether I'll ever see him in heaven, oh, my friend, what about you? What about you? Will you see the old trailblazer? I'll be there, will you one day? We'll walk those golden streets and 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 follow along behind our Lord, listen to Him. You know we, we don't even know we don't even we're not even able to fathom, we're not even able to comprehend the riches and the grace of our blessed Lord. That song we sang, and I'll get it out one day. The unsearchable riches of Christ. Did you know, my friend, folks have such a shallow estimate of of the Lord, just like Jesus. I hear that so much, you know, about Jesus, 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 Jesus. Did you know that the thief on the cross never called him Jesus? He didn't. He didn't. He called him Lord. Did you know you'll come to call him Lord long before you ever get saved? If you're just a Jesus freak like those people used to be, my friend, you know nothing about the blessed Lord. No, you just have to bust hell wide open for your trouble. I'll tell you that, my friend. I hope I can make you so mad you'll think about it. But listen, listen. It's the blood that makes us an atonement. Therefore, divine healing is not in the atonement. Never has been, never will be. It's the blood on the altar. And that word means cross. Yes, the altar cross, the Lord Jesus Christ made that atonement for our souls, not for our bodies, not for these bodies that we have here. I know our future bodies are in the atonement. Now, you may want to take note of that. Our future bodies are in the atonement, and we'll get to those at the resurrection, but but it was for our souls. The scriptures are clear, so clear that even a child, even a child can see it. But once, when once a mind is warped and twisted by false doctrine, and that's what's so sad about these, these gentlemen, I call them, televangelists who go up and down the land on the television or wherever, warping and twisting the scriptures and ranting and raving about bodily healing and all of those things. And they influence the minds of young, young folks whose, whose minds are, are still... Uh, impressionable, and they think because some preacher said it, because some TV preacher said it, that it's true. But my friend, that's not so. Take God's word. Don't take don't take some televangelist word. Man, I've heard those folks make some kind of statement that you wouldn't believe. My friend, it wasn't true. No, and no truth in it. But they did it because uh, it sounded good, and people now nowadays we got another abominable thing that I abhor. When they make some kind of a statement, the audience will stand up and applaud for the preacher. Now, my friend, any preacher that'll do that ought to be shot, ought to be hung by the toenails to allow his congregation to applaud him. You know why that is? Pride. He wants to hear that. He ought to have been a politician. That's right. He ought to run for public office and go out on the stump somewhere, but not in God's house. I think it's abomination. I wouldn't be surprised if the roof didn't fall in on some of those people standing up applauding because the preacher makes some kind of statement that they agree with. Oh, but my friend, that's another subject for another day. But, And if you would, write me let me hear from you. And then help me with this broadcast if you will. The old trailblazer could use a little help. We asked in the Lord to Put us on more stations in the next few months. And that's all left up to the Lord. Lord knows all that. But the Lord has all the gold and the silver, my friend. And uh, he does as he pleases. Do you know he don't have to save you? Would you remember the old trailblazer? My mailing address, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye.
1: Amen. Yeah.